Mom deserves the best, and there's no better place to shop for Mother's Day than Whole Foods Market. They're your destination for unbeatable savings, from premium gifts to show-stopping flowers and irresistible desserts. Start by saving 33% with Prime on all body care and candles. Then get a 15-stem bunch of tulips for just $9.99 each with Prime. Round out Mom's menu with festive rosé, irresistible berry chantilly cake, and more special treats. Come celebrate Mother's Day at Whole Foods Market. Hi, everybody. This is Adriana Trajani. I'm the host of You Are What You Read. I have the privilege of interviewing luminaries of our times about the books that shaped them from childhood until now. We get everybody from Sarah Jessica Parker to Kristen Hanna, Mitch Albom, Susie Essman, Craig Ferguson, Rain Wilson, Amor Tolls, you name it, they come, they share. New episodes of You Are What You Read drop every Tuesday on Apple, Spotify, or any major streaming platform wherever you listen to your podcasts. What's your favorite app? What appy makes you happy uh, on the Colleen and Bradley show? <laughs> My Talk 1071, Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Hi. Trainer, 651-641-1071. What's your favorite app? Bradley, why are we asking? Because I just want appetizers. It's an appetizer day. Uh, but really, truly, uh, it actually is true. I want appetizers today. Um Maybe I'll just go home and make a bunch of appetizers. I was just thinking that that would be the perfect dinner, dinner for a night like tonight. Yeah. Just a buffet of appetizers. Yeah, exactly. But I came across this story. Um, we've discovered the world's best bar snack. And by that, I mean bar snack. Um, that's the takeout.com. They have this story about like the bestest appetizer ever. And I, when I heard the name of the appetizer, I was like, I don't know what that is, but I need to know. And then I learned what it is, and I go, oh, yeah, I know that thing, and you might, too. It's called a hoozle. And I bet there are people in our listening audience who know what a hoozle is. Have what you heard of a hoozle? What is a hoozle? Uh, it's not it's, a Dr. Seuss I, that's character. That's what I was literally just thinking. It's what they eat yeah. in, uh, you know, the Lorax. Everybody Hears a Hoozle is a Dr. Seuss book in western Wisconsin. Actually, I don't know where Wisconsin Rapids is. Wisconsin Rapido. Mm. Let's see. Wisconsin Rapids is near... Um, looking at a map. Uh, I would say, actually, it's close to Stevens Point. All right. But this apparently is a thing. Now I'm going to tell you what a hoozle is. Okay, yeah. Is. What is a hoozle? A hoozle is just a stuffed tater tot. Okay, that the, those are just called stuffed tater tots. Yeah, that's what I said. It's called stuffed tater tots. No, I know. Tot. I'm just saying I've never heard it called a hoozle. We just call yeah, them stuffed exactly, tater tots. Exactly. And so it's just a big fat tater tot that's stuffed with, um, and I think you can get them stuffed with different, the hoozles. Like, I think somebody makes these hoozle doozles um, for like bars and stuff. Because, you know, bar appetizers are kind of a thing, especially, I don't know if you've been to a lot of bars in Wisconsin, but, you know, they'll have like. Deep fried cheese curds. They're of course. very app forward. Yes, um, but these. I bacon, love an appetizer platter where you actually don't know what you're putting in your mouth because it's just vaguely beige fried nuggets yeah, of things in different shapes, yeah. and you're like, "This could be chicken. It could be cheese. This could I don't be know. an ear." Yeah, I have no idea, and I don't I care don't because it tastes good fried. Yeah. Anyway, six five one six four one one zero seven one. What's your favorite appetizer? Is it a hoozle doozle? Is it a bacon cheddar and chive tater keg? That's another name for a hoozle. They call them tater kegs. Okay. Because it's like a keg yeah. full Wisconsin of taters. Wisconsin is weird. No, they're just, you know, they like to be fancy and special. Mm-hmm. Don't we all? Yeah. Um, 
But they stuff some of them are stuffed with uh, chorizo, buffalo chicken. I just crab. don't know how I would feel about saying like I'll have. Can I have the, the crab hoozles? Yeah. Like I don't. Anywho, what's your favorite? Any hoozle. What's your favorite appetizer? Oh God, I want all the appetizer. Oh, you're asking me? Yeah. Um, six five one six four one one zero seven one. Bradley, my... you don't have to call, but they do. Yeah. No thanks. First mm-hmm. time caller, long time listener. Uh, first time listener, long time caller, constant Who's talker. That? Um, if I were to pick, if I were on an island with only appetizers mm. and I could only pick one appetizer from the sampler platter, I am going to pick the one that I always get excited about when I open a menu and I see it on the mm-hmm. list. Now, mm-hmm. this is not everywhere. Yeah, this is a sometimes. This is a sometimes, and you're going to think it's really boring. Deep fried mushrooms. Oh, no, I don't think that's boring I at all. I love deep fried mushrooms. And it's so rare that you find a good deep fried mushroom yeah. on a list. Um, but I'm all in, especially if it comes with a ranch mm. or if you want to get real fancy and aioli, which mm. is just ranch or mayo with stuff in it. Yeah. Yeah. Six, five, one, six, four, one, one, oh, seven, one. What deep is fried your favorite? Mushrooms. What's appetizer? Your favorite? I will tell you. Oh, boy, that's it is a hard question. If I'm with my family, we always, if they're on the menu, we always get them. Cheese curds. And we are very judgy about. How does one get judgy with the cheese curds? I'm just saying, like, we know where we like them and we know where they're just meh. Like, we have our favorites, but they will all, like, my, yeah, my my whole family can get behind a cheese curd. Okay. Or in front of it and that thing doesn't stand a chance. I, I personally really appreciate the onion ring. Yeah. I feel like, but not everybody likes an onion ring and yeah. I respect that, but I want onion rings. All right. I want lots of onion rings. Them. And also calamari is another favorite. Calamari. So I'm sorry. You asked me for one. I gave you three. You gave me the sampler platter. It's Deal fine. With it. it's, fine. it's fine. It's fine. It's fine. Uh, we are going to go to Mary. We've got Mary on the line. Hi, Mary. Hi, Mary. Mary. What's Hi. your, what's your favorite appetizer? You. I mean, you asked me for one. I'm going to give you three. Okay. And of course, there's a couple more. But I'm going to Brad's house tonight, and we're going to oh. have appetizer evening. Oh, we fun. always called those oven snacks oh, at my house cute. when the I, kids were young. I do want oven but, snacks. Yep, but blooming onion. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, that's one. a fancy one. Yes, very Love 1990s of you. Yep, anything that's small and pizza related. Oh, you know, okay. it can be on a cracker. Mm-hmm. It can be you know on a little piece of toast. A bagel bite. And then I call them jalapeno poppers. So the jalapeno stuffed with the cheese. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Especially if it's wrapped oh, in yeah. bacon. Sounds like a great dinner, yep. Mary. Can I come too? Yeah. Okay. I think good. we should all just bring our favorites and we'll camp out. I'll bust out the deep fryer. We'll Ooh. get real crazy, honey. Listen to yeah, that, Mary. Absolutely. That is a promise. Thank you, Mary, for your call. Uh, let's go to is it is it Rooster? Are we talking to Rooster? Yeah. Hi, Rooster. Hi. What's your favorite appetizer? Uh, give me just a sec. I gotta get out of my garbage truck. Oh, okay. it's probably a good idea. We don't yep. want you to, you know. <laughs> I don't Kinda know. Kind of hard to hear. Okay, so uh, are you ready now? I'm ready now. Okay, what's your favorite appetizer, Rooster? Spinach artichoke dip <gasps> with them with them mm. little crusty toast. Oh, yes. yeah. Especially if the yes. toasts are kind of greasy. Mm. Yeah. I'm with you yeah, on that. Pretty much every every restaurant I go to that has that, I, I just got to get it. I yeah. mean, like, 
Yes, and I would just, that would be my dinner. I'm here for it. Uh, <laughs> right. Thank you, Rooster. Thanks, I, Rooster. I will also tell you, you know what else I love to dip in that stuff? Uh, Hawaiian bread. Oh, sure. The King's Hawaiian yeah. bread. Get a little, like, the little sweet. Yeah. And then all that yummy. No, I didn't see any of that goodness. when we were in Hawaii. Really? Are they lying to us? I don't know. I have no clue. I was thought it was funny um okay let's go to tracy hi tracy tracy's on the line hi tracy tracy what is your favorite app a tizer the deep fried green beans with wasabi oh Oh, where do you get them uh fridays is really good for them and i always ask for extra wasabi because that little like nose burn yeah feels fantastic yeah. for some odd reason. Yeah, no, it's it's, it's tingly. It's one of a kind. Like nothing not other thing no other things give you that nose tingle. Do you know I right, think even though what? No, I was gonna say, you know, I think there's a place in Minneapolis that has uh deep fried green beans, George and the Dragon. Mm-hmm. Is that still around? Is that place open? I believe so. Yeah. yeah. They have uh deep over fried green 50th beans. Fiftieth and yeah. Bryant area. So if you ever find yourself over there, try it out. Mm-hmm. I will. Tracy, thank you. That's the the deep fried green beans yeah. are a favorite. Uh, all right. When we come back. Can I just add oh, yeah. in? I want to throw it a uh, little love. Joseph's way he emailed us and said, I was just walking over to my phone to write this in. As you were saying this mushrooms, specifically <gasps> Bub's pub and Winona oh. cellar mushrooms. Cellar? Have you ever been there? Is it called? What are the cellar mushrooms? Just the name. I don't know. What Is that, that a cellar with a C or with a C E L L A R. Maybe it's cellar. Totally I mean, it's kidding. possible. <laughs> I'm totally kidding. No. <laughs> Maybe it's chiller. <laughs> I don't care what you call them as long as they're in my mouth. Okay. Thank you, Joseph. Uh, when we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, La uh, La La Life with LaToya. LaToya's ex. Bradley's going to tell us all about all the things that he stole, and they still haven't, like, you know, it's a story. held it's him a accountable. Journey. We're going on a journey. After this, on the Colleen and Bradley show on My Talk 1071. Loyal streaming and app listeners with not one, but two big prizes available for those signed up for My Talk Rewards. Big prizes? These are huge. Both worth $1,000. First up, a Southern Lights lighting makeover. Does your home need to be seen in a new light? Ryan and his team at Southern Lights can hook you up. Register online to enter today. Huge prize number two is a $1,000 gift card from Farmhouse Style Furniture. Check out their custom furniture gallery at PutnamFarmhouse.com and start dreaming of the custom pieces you could win this month in listener rewards. Also, tickets to see Shania Twain at the X, plus gift cards to Dunn Brothers, London Byerly's, the General Store of Minnetonka, and more. See how thankful we are. Sign up and or get registered today. Use my talk keyword rewards. Hey, my talk. This is the Colleen and Bradley show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley trainer. And we have a uh, a special relationship on the Colleen and Bradley show with Latoya Jackson. La 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 life with Latoya. Because we were the entire audience of her reality show. Oh, I bet there were several other people. Persons. That watched. Yeah. Um, but whenever we see a, a LaToya Jackson story, we're all in, right, Bradley? And yeah. that's why you were bringing us this Let's one today. Let's get the Cobra Gang together. Oh, I think we should probably get the Cobra Gang together. Let's there's a crime. do it. That needs to be solved. Even though I have If you've got the crime, we've got the time. We're the Cobra Gang. Okay. 
Okay. Um, dun, 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 dun. It is not toxic, but no. it's unfortunate. Michael Jackson's estate is not just content to prevent the potential sale of Michael Jackson property they claim was stolen by this uh, from the singer's home. They want it all back. I know. You're like, what does this have to do with LaToya? Yeah, what well, does this have to do with LaToya? There was a story over in T- on TMZ yesterday that said, apparently... Uh, or I should say, updated a story that we have previously talked about. And it involves the ex of one LaToya Jackson. Uh, in fact, Michael Jackson's estate claims that a guy by the name of Jeffrey Phillips, spelled Jeffrey, he's got a little accent after mm. the E. Oh, he was in the show. No, yeah, Je- yeah. Jeffrey was on the reality show. He played her manager yeah. or was her manager, but then... It's a long story. It's a reality show. Go watch it probably on a streaming service. I bet it's not available. Um, He and LaToya were allegedly supposedly dating at one point. Michael Jackson's estate claims that he, he took a bunch of private and personal property from Michael Jackson's home shortly after he died and has since tried to sell that in uh, that stuff uh, in an auction. And um, the estate, we knew that the estate was trying to stop this auction. Now, the estate says that the um, all the stuff that he stole is worth well over a million dollars. And so they want all of that property returned. They don't yeah. just want to stop the auction. They want it all back. Yeah. So, like, what are the things, because this was interesting, like, what are the kinds of things he had stolen that he was trying to sell? Well, apparently he stole hard drives, laptops, iPods, CDs, DVDs containing non-public performances and unreleased concert footage, which the estate says alone is worth 500000 They also claim that he made off with a bunch of handwritten notes, bits of song lyrics, personal computers, cassette tapes, a photo album with Michael Jackson on the toilet. No, I'm kidding. On the cover, oh. a black bag with a skull on it, framed records, uh, frame record awards, and a Michael Jackson doll. Wow. So this dude took a bunch of stuff. And why can't they like why like why can't they get it back? Like why Well, because they don't have it, right? Like they can't I mean, I don't understand legally why they didn't just uh like file a police report and have the material returned. Right. That I don't know. Um, but what I do know is they want it all back. And TMC broke the story, which means that I'm assuming they reached out to TMZ like, hi, can we just bring some attention to this particular story? Because uh, we would like to get our stuff back. You have to imagine, though, that people following the death of Michael Jackson, all sorts of people like just happened, you know, pocket things around the house. Oh, I'm sure. Oh, this is going to be worth something. Yeah, I'll just toss that in a. But I don't understand why he is not like arrested maybe well, because they can't prove that he stole that stuff. Like he, if he says perhaps, you know, um, that like she gifted that Latoya gifted it to him or something. Well, The other thing that I found interesting about this story, nowhere in the story does it mention Latoya Jackson. And I only was paying attention to this because I knew this story. It says TMZ broke the story. MJ's, uh, wait, no, that's not the first reference. According to new legal documents obtained by TMZ, Michael's estate is looking to recover $1 million in property the estate believes is wrongly possessed by Jeffrey Phillips. Hmm. MJ's estate claims Phillips, Phillips was engaged to one of Michael's siblings. Um, 
Okay. It's just interesting that TMZ doesn't like they're say just ignore, LaToya. Ignore LaToya. Yeah. So I don't know why that obvious omission. Um, but again, weird. and you'd think they could just call up LaToya and be like, hey, girl, can you get our stuff back? Yeah. But you know, obviously, that the family is not necessarily all on the same page. Um, they, The two of them, by the way, apparently remained friends after they broke up. You know, because they were engaged and then not. Mm-hmm. And I'm just saying I wasn't surprised. Um, mm-hmm. one, Say no more. One story that I read... It just didn't seem like a valid relationship. I, it seemed like a little person, like a little reality show concoction. Yeah, if you ask yeah. me. And also, um, they maybe weren't each other's type. Is maybe, that kind of? I don't know. Yeah, but it just seemed like uh, they were perhaps acting. Yeah, they weren't that into each other. Jeffrey remained close friends with Latoya after they ended their engagement, but it is unclear if they still stay in touch. Says the story. So I, this is not the TMZ story. It's another one. Because I tried to go digging. Uh, so I don't know why they never. Um, like we're able to. Yeah, like call the police and be like, they, he stole the stuff. So I think about this all the time when people steal things from celebrities because they're worth a lot of money. I think. Don't you out yourself then when you try to sell it or auction it off? Like, isn't that a way to connect the dots? La, 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 la. That's what I get confused about. Yeah. So it seems to me if he's got all this stuff and he's, I mean, the story is that he's trying to auction it off. Yeah. That he was trying to make money off. Of yeah. And so, but they were able to stop the auction, but not get the stuff back. I, I, I'm confused. Well, and in fact, the estate says they know where the items are. Okay. And want the judge to go get them. The go judge, get them. Uh, Mr. Phillips, of course, Jeffrey. Says he didn't do anything wrong. Um, I I mean, I guess you could have just said, like, he told me I could have all these things. I don't I know. Spoke? Dumb people doing dumb things. We love to tell you about them on the Colleen and Bradley Show. My talk 1071. Colleen Lindstrom, Bradley Trainer. And we have a name for them. We call them crazy, stupid. Stupid idiots. Well, then, I guess one could say that's a crazy, stupid idiot. Colleen and Bradley present CSI. It stands for Crazy Stupid Idiots. It sure does. Why? Well, because we're well, Crazy Stupid Idiots. Dumb people doing dumb things repeatedly over and over again, oftentimes in the state of... other places like... Like high school. Ooh, all high schools. Oh, God. No, we're going to a Chicago area high school. I don't know which uh, Chicago area high school this is. I wonder. I just hope it's not my old. Uh, well, I went. To, I didn't go to high school there. I went to middle school. Anyway, long story short, you don't care. Here's the story: a Chicago high school principal has been suspended over the way he handled something that happened. Oh dear. Yeah. Um. Ugh. Yeah. Did it in? Uh, okay. A, more, a, slight, a little more information, please. Um, what if I told you he's being suspended over his handling of a student's Halloween costume oh. during a Halloween costume contest? Uh, was it an inappropriate costume and he ripped it off their body and they didn't have anything <laughs> underneath it? Oh God. No, but I like where you're headed. <laughs> you got a little bit of that right. He was didn't this, like the costume. Was it suggestive? 
<laughs> no, actually, to both of those things. Okay. He did take it off the person. No. Oh, okay. You said something else, used a word. He didn't like it. You said the student wore an inappropriate costume. Or you used the word inappropriate. Uh-huh. Okay. And it so was I want you to inap- hone in on that. Uh, it was inappropriate. Yeah, but remember, you said uh-huh. he didn't like it. He didn't like Oh, he did like it. You, well, he, he likes the costume. <laughs> did it make him horny? No. This oh, is, why do you have to get so horny? I don't know. Because, We're in high school. Because He's ripping I read, off costumes. I read the Daily Mail. That's true. Yeah. Teacher <laughs> caught having sex with students during pop I quiz. Mean, that is on every day's yeah. edition. But to be fair to the Daily Mail, it's usually a female teacher. That's true. Um, God, remember? I don't even know if that's a thing anymore. We used to no. be so far up the Daily Mail's feed that oh, yes. <laughs> we could tell you what the weird story yes stuff was yes yeah, they definitely so. had like a, a template yeah. let's just say no this was not teacher falls in love with okay. student this okay. was that the the student wore an inappropriate costume college preparatory jones college preparatory principal joseph powers stood next to a costume wearing an offended offensive costume did I just say that wrong? He was standing next to the student who was wearing an offending costume. Oh, dear. Now, I'm going to just explain what had happened. Okay. There's video of this. If you want to watch, the student is wearing a uniform. Mm-hmm. And the uniform is one that could be construed as a Nazi uniform. And I know you're like, yeah. could be construed. Was it or wasn't it? Yeah. Well, technically, it was not a Nazi uniform. Technically... Get this. It was a East German soldier costume from the communist era. Okay. But when I tell you that the student wearing the East German uniform from the communist era walked across the stage with a Nazi goose walk and a Nazi salute, you can understand why people were outraged. Uh, yeah, I'm outraged. recent events, right? Yes. And also anti-Semitism, which is not recent, but, but you get my point. Yes. So the principal decided to say, oh, he, that's fine because he's wearing an East German soldier outfit. That's not a Nazi uniform. Um, in 2022, yeah. do you think kids at the high school level can identify the difference between someone doing a Nazi salute in an East German uniform. No. Also, is there a difference between a person doing a Nazi salute in an East German uniform than a Nazi uniform? Yeah. To me, no is the answer to that. And uh, the only correct answer from a principal would be, to say we do not tolerate that behavior, the student is being uh, held accountable in appropriate ways. Are you serious? He was like, "Fine with it. Like that's fine." Here's how he it wasn't res- real. Here's how he responded in response to the incident. He initially said, "A member of our school community wore a military surplus army uniform." Staff and students expressed their concerns about the uniform, believing it represented an expression of anti-Semitism. Again, he goose stepped and. Nazi salute. Yeah. Right. In this situation, he said, 
it certainly appears this was not the intent of the Halloween costume. However, you can imagine a lot of people were like, we have a problem with that. Yeah. Let me say clearly and plainly that what occurred, uh, I think this was the next statement. Let me say clearly and plainly that what occurred caused harm to many of our students and staff who recognize this as an act of anti-Semitism. Let me also say clearly and plainly that tolerance, bigotry, and biased behaviors have no place in our school. So, he ultimately said the thing he probably should Should have have said. said after he dealt with the situation, but he didn't, and that's not what he said. So Chicago Public Schools announced on Friday that he's been suspended. That's probably a good plan. And in a statement they said, as many of you may have heard, seen, or read, there was an incident earlier this week where a member of one of our school communities wore a German military uniform as a Halloween costume, an act that was widely recognized by many students, staff, and members as anti-Semitic. Okay. This incident caused harm to many students and is not in line with our values. Uh... I also hope that the student is being held accountable as well. And I might make a phone call to the parents. Oh, I don't even want to. I don't even. Or not. I don't know. Actually, that's a good point. No, I'm saying you should. If if I were a school administrator, I'd want to explain to the parents, your child is probably, uh, or I don't know what happened is my point. But if I were in charge, I'd say we're going to have a conversation with the student, and then we're going to have a conversation with the parents. And then we're going to have a conversation with the entire community. Yes. I just had a moment where I realized that I was assuming that all the parents, parents would, would be outraged. Exactly. And that's why I was uncomfortable yes, because in that. 2022, you don't know, you can hear different reactions on the phone yeah. to that conversation, oh. which is tragic. But at the end of the day, um, the teacher, the principal was suspended. Yeah. I just love the Like who, who's like, <laughs> Oy. It's okay because it wasn't it wasn't a real uniform. It was a different. Okay, like if he was wearing jeans. No, you still can't do, you that. Can't do that. It doesn't matter. No. Okay, I'm gonna let this story tell itself in the way that the world learned about it. Okay, because this story was tweeted out actually by the TSA. Oh. And I'm gonna read their words verbatim because I cannot do better than this, and I promise you that. Okay. Listen as I tell you a story. There's a personal foul here. Remember, this is the TSA. Okay. The plot, okay, oh, and accompanying it is a picture of a chicken with something in it, in its cavity, okay? Are we, like, at an airport? We're at an airport. It's TSA. We're at an airport TSA. Like, checkpoint. security line? Okay. Yep. And they've, uh, they, they tweet a picture of a chicken with something in its uh, cavity, okay? A chicken, a dead chicken, like a, you're going to cook it chicken. There's a personal... Who the heck brings a chicken through... I know. Checkpoints. But here we go. Whatever. A raw chicken. There's a personal foul here. (laughs) The plot chickens as we barrel our way closer to Thanksgiving. For us, it's a time to be thankful that our officers are always working around the clock to keep you safe. Take, for instance, this, and you believe it? Find it. Fort Lauderdale, okay. Hollywood International Airport. We hate to beak it to you here, but stuffing no. a firearm in your holiday bird for travel is just a waste of time. No. <laughs> this idea wasn't even half-baked. It was raw, greasy, and obviously 
unsupervised. The only roast happening here is this poor packing choice. Feather you like it or not, there are rules for traveling with guns and ammunition, so don't wing it. Roost over the proper packaging info through our link in our bio. You know, Is there kudos. such a thing as too much? Yeah, because <laughs> feather you like it or not, and... We hate to beak it to you. That's a stretch. Especially take, for instance, this hen you believe it. <laughs> but a here's for the effort, TSA. But here's the thing. This actually Who? happened. Somebody tried to put Who? a gun in a raw chicken and bring it through TSA. Who tries to bring a raw chicken through TSA? Like that that I think that would draw way more attention than I don't know, stuffing a gun somewhere else. Also, who doesn't understand how X rays work? Right? Like, if it can see through you, it can see through the chicken. I, I want to know, uh, truly, did they, like, arrest this person? Uh, that is a great question. Like, what's the, is, was there a story behind it? I really it? don't know that we know more than, than what was tweeted out. Okay. Um, but wow. it, the weapon was flagged by TSA in Fort Lauderdale, Hollywood International, Flor- International Airport in Florida. Officers found it wrapped in a, pa- a paper bag inside a raw chicken. Okay. And that's all we really know because that all we have is the tweet. But I would imagine the person was dealt with according to yeah. whatever the TSA it's regulations weird, are. It's weird, man. Also, like, you can just, like you said, I think all eyes might be on the person who's trying to bring a raw chicken on the I know, airplane. I feel like that's going to draw special attention to yeah. you in a way that you could have just put it in your keister or something. Yeah. And like, I don't know, put some like tinfoil around your butt to keep the detector from going off. I don't know how that works. Or, though. I don't know, do what other people do and like put don't it under a, a weird wit. Well, that would be the practical advice. Like, but you know, we've seen people put drugs under a wig. We've seen people, so shh, it's a wig. Um, so budgies into their pants. Remember that? The person who sewed. A bunch of little birds in okay. their oh, no, pants. The literal budgie smuggler. <laughs> yes. oh. Never forget. No. Thank you. Uh, all right. Oh, we don't have any more time. We, we have don't to, have we any have more time. Play a game. We do. When we come back on the Colleen and Bradley show, we're going to play a little game that y'all love. It's called the Throwback. Love. After this on my talk 1071.